it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. And suddenly they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop and he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their, their, their face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Bigfoot News with another, well... It's a little bit of non-Bigfoot in there, too. It's mainly Bigfoot news, though. This is for the week ending in February 5th, 2023. All the stuff that I found in the last week that's kind of weird, kind of Bigfoot. Uh, let's get down to it. So our first article, uh, you, if you searched for Bigfoot in the last week, this is all you saw where Bigfoot may have been identified by a data scientist. And I got a shout-out... Uh, Alex Petikoff for bringing this to my attention. Uh, this was also posted by Dr. Meldrum, and that's how a lot of people uh, got into it. Pretty much uh, the story goes that a data analyst, Flo Foxen, uh, at the Department of Data Management and Statistical Analysis at Penny Associates in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, long story short, uh, is pretty much saying that all the Bigfoot sightings are really just black bear um, you're going to have to look into this one for yourself. Of course, we don't think that. We think there might be uh, some, well, I'm not, I'm just going to let you come to the conclusions yourself. Do you think that this is legit or not legit? Uh, you can pretty much look anywhere, uh, any internet place over the last week. Uh, Matt Moneymaker had some choice words to say about it in his BFRO Facebook group. There was a huge amount of discussion that went on over at the Bigfoot Society Instagram page. Um, so if you've got any thoughts about if this is a legit finding or not, go ahead and send an email to BigfootSociety at gmail.com. And check in the show notes. I've got the articles in there for you to read, for you to come to your own conclusions. Something I hadn't shouted out yet, which is important for all you Bigfoot readers to know, and uh, it's finally now available to get widely. Uh, there was a little bit of shipping issue. Uh, there's a, a biography about Dr. John Bindernagel, uh, Sasquatch Discovered, by Terrence and James, Ph.D. So check out the uh, article in the show notes about that. Uh, looks like a great book, and uh, you can... Pick this up from Hancock House Publishers, of course. They're best known, I think, for their amazing uh, Bigfoot-themed books that they publish. So thank you to Hancock for coming out with that amazing book. 
The next piece of news is breaking news from just yesterday, uh, and it's very uh, near and dear to me, as if you've listened to episode 150 of Bigfoot Society, my episode on the Iowa Bigfoot Information Center, you've heard all about Clifford Lebrecht, uh, that gentleman, and uh, I'm not going to redo the entire episode right now, but you may know that Clifford had a very large Bigfoot statue made um, by a, a world-famous museum uh, taxidermy, wildlife taxidermy creator. Uh, for example, the elephant, African elephant that's in the uh, Smithsonian, that's the same guy who made this life-size Bigfoot taxidermy sculpture replica. Uh, amazing quality. Long story short, you need to go back and listen to the episode if that piques your interest at all. David Becerra from the Expedition Bigfoot Museum in Georgia has finally uh, been able to get recover this Bigfoot and has brought it back to the museum at Expedition Bigfoot. Now, I don't know any specifics yet. I don't know if it's available for anyone to see in the museum or if they're still setting it up. I have... I, in the works to talk to David all about this in the future. So stay tuned with Bigfoot Society. Also, if anyone is going to the Expedition Bigfoot Museum soon, please, if you can see this Bigfoot on display, send me a photo in either my social media DMs or you can send a photo to BigfootSociety at gmail.com. I really want to know uh, how it's being displayed, and if the uh, if there's anything else from that recovery that's being displayed as well. But uh, hopefully I'll be able to talk to David uh, Becerra soon enough to get the whole story about how he came about the lost Bigfoot of Clifford Lebrecht from the Iowa Bigfoot Information Center. Also, if you want to know some more inside information about that whole saga, uh, you can go over to the Bigfoot Society Patreon. I was doing a series called the Iowa files and most of the Iowa files so far have been focused on the saga of trying to find Clifford Lebrecht's Bigfoot. Thankfully, David Becerra was on the trail for the last few years and finally was able to seal the deal and give it a good home where Bigfoot fans can see it for years to come. Looking forward to talking to you in the future, David, on Bigfoot Society. The next news item is pretty cool. This comes directly from uh, well, Matt Moneymaker talked about this in his Facebook group for BFRO. This is from dronesquatchers.com. I'm just going to read this directly from the website. No commentary. The Finding Bigfoot team wants to do another TV series, but different from the first. It will be unscripted, but the emphasis will be Bigfoot expeditions using various types of drones day and night along with coordinated BFRO ground teams. This approach will reveal much more wildlife and will showcase more of the talent in the organization. See the video above for a sample of the content. It was a live event. The concept could be adapted to regular TV, cable TV or streaming. Either way, it will be totally unique and will have global reach. And it will sell a lot of drones, so please reach out, DGI people. If you could help this, develop this into a series, please email us at contactusbfro.net or info at dronesquatchers.com. I'm just going to leave it there. Let me know what your thoughts uh, as to if this would be a great TV show idea. You can email 
bigfootsociety@gmail.com. And DGI, if you're listening, looks like Matt Moneymaker wants to talk to you. I know you guys are listening. <clears throat> yeah, I think it'd be an interesting idea. Why not? Uh, at least check out dronesquatchers.com. You can watch a video that shows all about how Matt did this at a local or a, a live event. Very cool. And if you scroll down, there's animated uh, Bobo's story time from Bigfoot and Beyond. And uh, we're a fan of those. So, again, Matt, and Matt, Matt Moneymaker, if you're listening and you want to come on Bigfoot Society and talk about this, I'm giving you an open invitation to come on Bigfoot Society and chat all about it. And guys, if you want to hear Matt Moneymaker come on Bigfoot Society and you like know him really well and you know how to contact him, you just send him a little message and be like, hey, Matt, you should uh, consider going on Bigfoot Society and talking to Jeremiah about all those cool ways you're uh, planning on using tech in the future to find Bigfoot. And uh, it would be a great conversation and you really uh, will love it. So... We'll leave it there. Matt, you've got an open invitation. Going down the line, uh, STM, Small Town Monsters, of course, big in the Bigfoot community. We all know Bigfoot Beyond the Trail or Beyond the Trail. It's my favorite thing, and I just – I'm sorry, Alex. Anyways, um, if you haven't watched Beyond the Trail on YouTube, you need to, and then watch all the STM docs uh, – on the trail of Bigfoot, The Last Frontier, all that good stuff. Well, this year, they've got more Bigfoot docs, films coming out. And you can help support STM, give them the funding, and get great rewards in return by going over to the link I have in the show notes for the Kickstarter. Well, great news. Uh, they were already, they wanted to raise 80000 They raised that in about a day and a half or so. They're up to like eighty-five at time of recording. And they've already got the stretch rewards listed. So there's going to be even more cool stuff you can get. But if you want DVDs, Blu-rays of the five films that are coming out, which is Bigfoot and other things, uh, you got to join this Kickstarter. And there's other stuff too. Uh, let's help them, help support content creator guys. If you like STM, do the Kickstarter. If you like Bigfoot Society, hey, did I mention we have a new logo and it's available on mar merch on Etsy? You can go over to our Etsy and you can uh, pick up a shirt or something like that. Or you can join the Patreon. I'm not going to make this an infomercial, but I am going to say if you enjoy certain content and you listen to it every week, support that content creator because they don't – sometimes it just helps. You know what I mean? I'm just going to leave it there. And I appreciate everyone that's in the Patreon. You guys rock. You help me do this every day. And I couldn't do it without you. Let's head on to the next news item. This is a fun one. Get ready. Story goes from Coast to Coast AM news section uh, that in the community of Jerome Township, Michigan, there is a woman in the community that phoned 911 saying that a chupacabra was seen lurking outside her home and it was accompanied by a capybara. Uh, this is an amazing call. Um, I just hope everyone's okay, and I hope that this community can uh, get those chupacabras under control. I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the 911 call. Central 5147. Can you got the call? 5147. Really? 
what did you village apartments in the context of the April wishes to report an animal of action believed to possibly be a chupacabra? Say phone for some. Can you go again with the animal? A chupacabra, sir, she described. I don't know. 2147. There's been a high amount of sightings for those in that area lately, by the way. If that isn't the best thing you've ever heard in a long time, I mean, it's Chupacabra, sir. That's the quote of the century, and just uh, the random guy who comes in saying, it's been a high amount of sightings in that area, by the way. I'm, well, maybe there's something actually going on. Maybe this is this year's uh, dogman of Amarillo, Texas. Maybe there's a, the actual Chupacabra outbreak in uh, Jerome Township, Michigan. So if, if you're in that area and you have seen a Chupacabra or you know about the mass outbreak of Chupacabra sightings or you're somehow related in this area of Michigan, you know stuff. Please contact me at Bigfoot Society, BigfootSociety at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to hear more. Uh, let's figure out what's going on with all these chupacabras infesting the area of Jerome Township, Michigan. Thanks to Coast to Coast AM on that one. And last but not least, uh, not related to Bigfoot, but hey, the stuff that they're bringing back, who knows, we could get there. Uh, another uh, story that's going around the internet, um, Colossal, Bio, Colossal Biosciences have announced another animal that they are bringing back, another extinct creature, this time a beloved bird from the uh, island of Meritus, uh, which I probably mispronounced, my bad, but uh, of course the dodo bird that we've all know and love from our childhoods. Uh, you learn about it in school and you're like, wow, there was a large flightless bird and uh, humankind was terrible and drove them to extinction. Uh, sorry about that, Mr. Dodo, but it looks like we'll be bringing you back uh, through colossal biosciences. Not only are they wanting to bring back the Dodo, but they're also bringing back the thylacine and also, of course, the woolly mammoth uh, to help fight the climate change in the north. It'd be a very interesting conversation. Uh, guys, if you ever want to come on Bigfoot Society, you've got a open invitation to send someone over and uh, we'll chat all about bringing back the woolly mammoth, the dodo, and the, um, the thylacine. I think it'd be a good chat. But uh, let me know what you think about that. You can uh, give your two cents to Bigfoot Society about bringing back the dodo or any of the other news articles you heard. You can send an email over to BigfootSociety at gmail.com or hit up any of our socials. Uh, again, main podcast is BigfootSocietyPodcast.com. And this has been another installment of the weekly Bigfoot news from Bigfoot Society. If you enjoy what you heard, go ahead, give us a uh, subscribe to us on your podcast listener, Doohickey, and uh, share this with your friends. Thank you all for listening. I'll be talking to you next week.
Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.